Here is the closing Schwab market update for Tuesday, April 18th. U.S. stocks ended mixed Tuesday with the S&P 500 index settling around a 10-week high as investors weighed larger concerns about the economy and banking sector against a handful of stronger-than-expected earnings reports from large companies. Bank of America joined fellow large lenders J.P. Morgan Chase, Citigroup, and Wells Fargo in reporting expectation-beating results with a 15% rise in earnings per share for the first quarter. However, this string of surprisingly good numbers has failed to quell concerns about potential scars left by the turbulence that buffeted parts of the banking sector late in the first quarter. What companies say about the outlook for the future may be of more interest than their performance in the last quarter, says Kevin Gordon, senior investment strategist at the Schwab Center for Financial Research. There likely won't be any material banking-related strains on the economy appearing in the first quarter earnings, given they only started to appear in the final month of the period, he says. That, along with the fact that large bank results have been strong thus far, means we have to shift our focus to company outlooks and what the potential dent to long-term profitability is. The S&P 500 index was up 3.55 points, or 0.1%, at 4,154.87. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was down 10.55 at 33,976.63. The Nasdaq Composite was down 4.31 at 12,153.41. The 10-year Treasury yield was down about two basis points at 3.574%. CBOE's volatility index was down 0.12 at 16.83. Small caps, which tend to suffer more from recession concerns than their large cap peers, were among the weakest performers Tuesday, with the Russell 2000 falling about 0.4%. Communication services and utilities were laggards among the S&P 500 sectors, while industrials and consumer staples were stronger. Volatility, as measured by the VIX, continued to drop to the lowest levels since late 2021. Here's a closer look at some of the big companies reporting Tuesday. Bank of America said its profit rose 15% in the first quarter from a year earlier to $0.94 a share, surpassing the $0.81 analysts were expecting. Revenue rose 13% to $26.3 billion thanks to strong net interest income, or the spread between the interest banks generate from their loans and the interest they pay to depositors. Its shares were up about 0.6%. Goldman Sachs reported earnings per share of $8.79, beating Wall Street's projections, but its $12.22 billion of revenue fell short of the $12.79 billion expected. Investment banking fees were down 26% from a year earlier, which may have contributed to the revenue miss. This is potentially an issue for all the big banks, reflecting what Goldman Sachs called 
a significant decline in industry-wide completed mergers and acquisitions transactions and debt underwriting. Its shares were down about 1.7%. Johnson & Johnson reported a better-than-expected 5% rise in revenue and earnings per share of $2.68, besting analysts' expectations by about $0.18. Cents. U.S. sales grew a solid 10% for the pharmaceutical and consumer products company, but international sales growth of just 2% might have been crimped by a strong U.S. dollar. Sales in the company's pharmaceutical business grew 4% in the first quarter. Bank earnings continue Wednesday with Morgan Stanley and U.S. Bank Corp. slated to report. Tesla is also due to report. Netflix was expected to report after Tuesday's close. Netflix has projected $8.2 billion in quarterly revenue, up 4%. Analysts expect a rise in subscribers to $2.26 million for a total base of $233 million, Barron's reported. In U.S. economic news, the Census Bureau reported housing starts rose at a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 1.42 million units in March, 0.8% below a revised February estimate, and 17% below the March 2022 figure. March 2023 housing starts still surpassed the 1.40 million units analysts were expecting, according to Briefing.com. Earlier Tuesday, China said its economy grew 4.5% in the first quarter from a year earlier, surpassing analysts' estimates and suggesting the country's post-COVID economic reopening had a positive impact. The growth rate was up from 2.9% in the previous quarter, but remains below Beijing's annual target of 5%. Strong retail sales helped drive growth in the first quarter. China's recovery is gaining momentum. Services, which were the most heavily affected by the country's zero-COVID restrictions and therefore have the most potential for a bounce back, are looking strong, says Michelle Gibley, Director of International Research at the Schwab Center for Financial Research. In terms of benefit for the rest of the world, travel and luxury spending are the most likely to see the biggest impact from the recovery, she adds, noting that Chinese consumers accounted for about a third of global luxury spending before the pandemic, compared to 17% last year. Chinese and emerging market stocks could benefit as the country rebounds while the rest of the world retreats, Michelle says. China's stock market has catch-up potential after underperforming the world for the past two years. Holding a broad mix of exposure to emerging markets can help reduce the volatility, and China is the largest weight in the MSCI EM index at over 30%.